Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Oh, got that one. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> this is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, different artist, and we listen to all of their records so you don't have to. And this week we're doing Billy Talent. Uh, people have been wanting us to do Billy Talent for a while now, and uh, here you go. So we're going to rank all seven of their records because we're also going to be ranking their uh, their very first record when they were known as Pez, the Watoosh record plus the remaining six Billy Talent records. We're going to rank them from worst to best, give our biggest banger from each of them if we have them. Um, and yeah, thank you all for listening. While you're while you're doing this, uh, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, five stars only. All the social media is at Asinine Radio. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, so that's all I have for the boring intro. Um, unless you did the Six Degrees with Tom DeLonge, which I did not of do. Of course I did. That's part of our homework, so I do it. Duh. Well, okay. That's okay. I did not do. So what do you got? Well, you can do your homework. That's fine. Uh, singer Ben <laughs> was featured on Cancer Bats, their second album, mm-hmm. Hail Destroyer, along with Tim, uh, your boy Tim from Rise Against, Tim McIlwerth. And okay. as we know, because we did Rise Against not too long ago, Tim was a guest on Alkaline Trio's eighth album, My Shame is True. Skeeves to Blink, Blink to Tom. But also... Uh, Rivers Cuomo was a guest on their on Billy Talent's last album. He so, was, and we've done Weezer a bunch of times. So, if you want that six degrees, you can go back and listen to those episodes, fuckers. Yeah, that's easy. That's easy. Easy boy stuff. All right, cool. So yeah, I have nothing. Like I said, yep, that's fine. Because um, no fun. No so fun. let's uh, let let's get into the rankings. Like I said, we're gonna do seven records. This is including the Pez, the one Pez record, Watoosh. Um, so what do you got for number seven? What is the worst Let's Billy Talent get record? get down to rankings. That um, was terrible, but continue. <laughs> that's the best Dizzy movie there. Uh, their worst <laughs> album. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mulan is not the best. Dude, you are so stupid. Mulan is the best Dizzy God, movie you, of all time. Mulan, Mulan is maybe Period. top ten. Period. Mulan, and a actually, discussion. It is top ten. It is top ten. Well, but I, it's I not, know it's top ten because being number one break, would also no, include th- you in top ten. Yes. No. That is true. It doesn't even break top five or three. That's silly. I know. That's Black true, the Black Cauldron's number one. Fucking. No. Okay, you know that's not true. Like Sword in the Stone, but like the Beak Side Cut is number two. Like I get it. You know, cool guy. All right. Why do you sound like a stupid Tom DeLong? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, hold on there, dude. That's like you just—that's like a double negative thing. That's because Tom DeLonge is inherently stupid. So a stupid, stupid Tom DeLonge. I don't know oh what that means. Anyway, anyway, uh, anyway. We're already we're already biding time because I don't know how we're going to get through this Billy Talent <laughs> thing. We we allowed we allowed our listeners to 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 derail to our, our, to our, sway our, us. Yeah, yeah, to sway our decisions onto doing one thing, and then now we're doing Billy Talent. And I, I will, I will, I will preface this by saying I thought I liked this band a lot more than I do. Okay, I really did. I I used to fucking love this band, but that'll be my origin story later on. Number seven, their worst album, Dead <laughs> Silence. Their fourth from 2012. At first, I enjoyed this. I liked it a lot. I thought, oh, thank God, after Billy Talent three, 
which I didn't like. I said, cool, we're kind of getting back into like this really more like aggressive Billy Talent 2 sound, not quite as, as angsty as Billy Talent 1, but I, I, I like mm-hmm. what we're doing here. But as it went on, I realized this is just like edgier, bland alt-rock. It's, it's yes. fucking boring. This was dumb. It was trying to like dupe me into thinking this is old Billy Talent with uh, <laughs> just alt-rock. And like that's a good bridge. Like if if you're a band that wants to venture out outside of your your normal genre, just like throw an alt rock album out there because people will think it's edgier and harder, but really it's just bland. Like the alt rock genre itself is just kind of bland. Yeah, it really is. So that's what Vanilla. Dead Silence is. Yeah, it really is, man. And this this was just boring, bland. I don't care. I have no banger. I, I yeah, I move on. I I. I'll say this up front: the, there's only one record I would get on vinyl, and is and it's my number one. Spoiler. Um, so, and even then, eh, get into that later. Uh, my number seven, the worst Billy Talent record, is "Afraid of Heights," fifth record from 2019. Uh, got no banger on this one. This is the first album without Aaron on drums, and the first with their their kind of I don't want to say new drummer, but or hiatus drummer, Jordan Hastings from Alex is on fire. Alexis on fire. I don't know how, do you, do you know how to say that name? Alexis is on fire. Alex is on fire. Alex is on fire. <laughs> Alexis on fire or Alex, Alex is on fire. Alexis on fire. Is it Alexis? Alexis on Alexis. fire. Alexis. Alexis. You sure? <laughs> no, I'm not sure. sure? But that's how I've been saying okay. it since high school. So that's how I will forever say it like that. And because, you know, friend of the pods X, that was her name. Yeah. But, um, Anyway, so yeah, Afraid of Heights. Uh, this 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 album is just fucking boring. It, it sounds like late stage Jimmy World, just a lot of boring stuff. Um, nothing too catchy. Slower songs, but the one upside to this, I don't even want to say upside, but the one difference on this record is this has some of the heaviest that some of the heaviest riffs and parts that they've done on any of their records. But that couldn't even save the blandness of the record. I it's just. Is completely forgettable. Completely forgettable record. Okay. So number okay. seven is Afraid of Heights. Okay. And and really, my my top, or you know, most of these records, you can't really differentiate between them. They're all kind of the same. Okay. Kind of the same thing. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. What do you got for six? And I know you agree with me. I mean, we're not even at like a like a one yet for me. We are sub one. Yeah, I would say sub one. Um. Yeah. And and. When when we say sub one, we're saying we're basing this off of our world famous three point rating system. Where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to. One is a bad album, but give it a shot. And zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So yes, I agree. I'm I'm like at point seven five right now. Because you don't need sub to one. listen to this to to you get don't. a feel of Billy Talent and what they're about and what they've done and who they are. You just don't. Exactly. Exactly. But I'll I'll let you know when we when we've hit one. Okay. Um, <laughs> Number six, Crisis, Crisis of Faith, Crisis okay. of Faith, dumb fucking album title too. This is their latest album. That album cover too. Oof, oh, dude, that album cover is terrible. It's 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 kind of like, like you think it's kind of cool, like on the on the on the on a on a, on a one over, but the more you get into yeah. it, the more you realize how cheesy it is because it's not like it's not municipal waste, right? It's not kind of like heavy neons <laughs> and and kind of like cool and and unique. It's just dumb. It's 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 almost like pastel pink and greens. Yeah. It's stupid. Crisis of Faith, sixth album. Um, I don't think this is, see, like, I don't think these albums are bad. I just think they're so fucking generic. I think they're so goddamn generic pop punk, so goddamn generic punk rock. 
it's just it's just silly. It's just silly, and it's just another another cog in the wheel, another fucking another penny in the in the fountain. I just don't care. I don't don't care whatsoever. I I don't. I, that's all. That like that's all the notes I have for like what happens. <laughs> that's what I have for a lot of. I don't them have too. anything else. Like this week hasn't been a bad listen through. It wasn't like I was like, oh my god, dude, I got three more albums, or I got another half of like another thirty minutes on this record. I never felt that way. It was just, I just felt like I was just, it was a a background noise. Like nothing really stands out minus their first couple records. Nothing really stands out. Um, So yeah, my my number six is three, their album, third self-titled record. Uh, This came out in 2009. Nine. Nine. Uh, Overall, this, this this is like a ballad, ballad album. There's a lot, this is like where they really, dove head first into the alt rock thing which you know like you were saying alt rock for the most part is just boring generic vanilla stuff and that's what this is there are some heavier moments but most of it is just just okay okay at best we're not even at one but this is the record where i realized oh my god he his voice sounds like darren the guitarist singer from system of a down like there when when he really tries to sing in this band or when he does really sing in this band, he sounds just like Darren, and it's weird. It's really, really weird. Uh, I do have a banger though, Saint Veronica. That riff is is very refused. Sounds very much like refused. Um, like I said, Darren sounding vocals, and that that bridge with the really heavy riff and the screaming was super cool. So, Saint Veronica is a good song overall, though not a not a very good record. So still su- still sub one for me. So what do you got for number five? Number five, Billy Talent Three, their third album. So there we go. Okay. yeah, I I think these this album is very melody driven, ballad, and and it was fun, I guess, because it was a bit heavier than I expected, because these songs are pop songs, but now we're just throwing mm-hmm. like heavy riffs in there, but that's some alt rock shit too, dumb, and not that I I, I dislike alt rock because I fucking love alternative rock. There's you know who cares, but but they, but then they got Brendan O'Brien to produce this one. And like that's know, what and that was the biggest producer. fucking thing. It was just like, dude, this is like Chud for him. Like, what were you thinking? What what what, what happened? I know. Like, why? How? I don't know. So so it makes <laughs> he's me done think, Rage. Like, he's done Great Incubus. He's done Corn. He's done some amazing records. It makes me think yeah, that this mix. album would have been even worse without him. Like maybe he's the one that because like honestly, the contrast between the suit because like even the ballads are very melodic. They're very catchy. And then, like, yeah. they're just really like heavy instrumentation. So I wonder, like, if it wasn't for him, if it would have just been complete garbage. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I, I'm still at a uh, sub one. I have no banger from this. I, I, I just didn't care. I didn't care. I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't either. So my number five is Crisis of Faith, um, 2022 newest record. No banger off this one. Um, the, the song with Rivers completely caught, caught me off guard. I it, it, he started singing and I thought, wait, did I finish the record already? And I it, like shuffled to a Weezer song. Yeah, it didn't even mask and, it either. Like it was no yeah. sequencing or no like nothing. It was just like, <laughs> yep, here's Rivers. It was just so abrupt. And I mean, it was cool to see that you know it wasn't Rivers doing just like the bridge or just like one little small part. Like he had the lead vocals on this one. He sang the first verse. Like he was, it was a like a almost like a true collaboration even though that they had never even though they had never met which was really disappointing that it was just all it just all seemed very 
kind of fake and lame and the fact that they didn't know each other, never met. It was just, it was a weird, it was a weird thing. Um, overall though, I mean, there's nothing really wrong with this record. And this is also when I, I, I realized too, after this listen through that, a lot of their albums start out pretty strong. Like the first song or two are like, dude, this is like, this album's going to be pretty good. But then it like, it drops off quick. Yeah. Really, really fast. Yep. And this is, this is a perfect example of that. Um, you just get a lot of the same and nothing really sticks out for me on this one outside of the rivers thing, which the song is fine. It's not a bad song, but I mean, it's, it's like, it's like C tier Weezer. It's just, <laughs> I don't, I don't care. So, um, so yeah, that's my five. So what do you got for number four? Number four. I, dude, I'm still not at a one. I'm not either. Yeah. Afraid yeah. of Heights. Afraid of Heights, their fifth album. I did enjoy this. A lot of these songs were heavier. Like you said, they were, they were crunchier. Just overall, like a bit more aggressive than some of the things we've heard from them, but mm-hmm. not like the most aggressive we've heard, not the heaviest we've heard, not that the crunchiest we've heard. It was just crunchier and heavier than fucking Dead Silence, which I think is just garbage. But even <laughs> Afraid of Heights, man, I just, I don't know. It was dumb. I don't care. Sub one still. I, I have really no notes on this. I, I, I don't care about anything except for, their, <laughs> except for my top three. Okay, that's fair. I think our top threes are pretty much going to be the same. Except for Dead uh, Silent. I don't know why you like this album so much. I don't. I don't. It's That's my number four. <laughs> Dead Silence is my, my number Jesus four in 2012. Um, the, I mean, I think the reason why I put this one as high, I don't even remember really why I put this one as high as it did, but I think it's because <laughs> it's a little less, I think it's a little less ballad-like um, than than a lot of the other records. A uh, little less Darren-sounding. Because, I, I, I mean, Darren really is not a very good singer. And so he did a little bit of less, a little bit less of that on this record. Also, the song "Man Alive" that's a pretty good song too. It's a faster song, a bit of a throwback to the first record, vocal, vocal wise, and with how kind of chaotic it can be. Because some of the songs on the first record are pretty chaotic, which we'll get into. Um, chorus is pretty catchy too, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's it's. I don't remember how the song goes, but. It's one of the better songs on the record, for sure. So I really have nothing to say about Dead Silence that I already haven't said about this band. So that's my number four. What do you got for number three? I will say that I should probably... Because for a while, like I was I was forcing myself to pick a banger, and then I was forcing myself to pick a stinker, and then now I'm in this thing where like I don't have a banger or a stinker. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I don't care. But I really should force yeah. myself to pick something. You know what I mean? Like some st- Maybe like just a standout <laughs> track. And explain why I think that's that's what I'm gonna do from now on because I think not yeah. picking anything is a little bit lazy. That's true, and I mean because it doesn't have to be a banger, but standout track is a good way of, of putting okay. it. Yes, that's what yeah. I think. At least for me, because you you're still picking bangers and you're still like talking about songs that but at really, least stand out. But but like in, in this instance, like the bangers that I'm picking, they're not really bangers; they're just standout songs. So so but, labeling it. So so we should have three labels. We should have. A banger, standout song, and stinker. Okay. We don't have to have a we don't have to have a banger and stinker, but we should at least have a standout yeah. track. We can at least That's pick a standout do. track. It wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't. Exactly. Would, would, is it gonna fucking kill you to pick a standout track? You know what I mean? So yeah, okay. Now, I will. Exactly. I will do that starting next week because I hate I hate not listing a banger, but I don't want to list a banger if it's not a fucking banger. True. True. I'm not gonna do it. I won't do it. I won't. That's good. I won't. And Tyler, we're probably gonna have a lot of that this coming up week for the next episode. 
Because we're doing another request from uh, from people who listen to the pod. We're doing two request episodes. I know, dude. It was a row. total request live or something. Like Carson Daly's over <laughs> here. Especially you with your finger paints on your nails and stuff. <laughs> um, number three, you ready, is Billy Talents. Uh, Billy Talents. Yeah. First album. Or I guess really? second album. Yeah, first album. Yeah, album of the week. The Eels are. Color me surprised. Color me. Okay. Color me surprised too, honestly. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, wait. Oh, and because so you can't you can't reveal the secret of the rankings yet. I can say is this sub one? Oh boy. Oh no, this is not sub one though. No. Okay. Uh, so my number three is Watouche. Their um, their 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 Pez when they were known as Pez. So technically their first record. Um, this is I have no banger off this one. Um, I just think this is a fun album. Definitely the precursor to uh, to the first, to the Billy Talent's Billy Talent. Uh, it's a little bit more wild. There's a lot more funk going on. There's some more experimentation, play playfulness with the the styles and and everything like that. It, it, it's honestly a good record. It is, um, but I can't I can't see myself coming back to it very often, especially considering it's only on YouTube um, and. I just I don't know I I'm rarely ever gonna go back to Billy Talent and I'll get more into that on the main episode but but uh, Watouche it was it was a good record for this kind of band in the mid '90s let's just say that and I dug it I enjoyed my listen of this one didn't expect it okay, so okay. what do you got for number two number two is Billy Talent two their second album. So Watouche is your number one. It doesn't <laughs> surprise me. It doesn't surprise I me. Know, honestly, uh, I know, honestly. I, I <laughs> instantly, instantly I knew that would be my number one. So Billy Talent I mean, too, this is this is out this yeah. album I have the most nostalgic with nostalgia with. Um the first two okay. tracks in this are are fucking beyond bangers, dude. Just perfect songs through and through. I think it does, like you said, it does taper off after that. And then we get mm-hmm. songs here and there um that that are good but like really really good filler and i think this album is actually really good i wouldn't buy this on the vinyls but i do think this is really really good i would never listen to it again but overall there was not a song on here that i thought was was chud there was no stinkers on here i just thought they never really recaptured the intensity of the first two the first two songs and honestly like the first two the the first two albums i don't think they ever can capture that intensity either and this is the one that I, i i realized that dude like these guys are are Darren from System, like you said, and then the background <laughs> harms is Jim Ward from Sparta or At the Drive-In, like then yeah. back and forth. That's what I fucking heard constantly, and it was funny <laughs> and it was cute. Um, but Billy Talents too, it's a good album. It's not a great album, but it's a good album. And goddamn, dude, Devil in the Midnight Mass is a song that starts off kind of, kind of cheesy, but when you re- really listen to that riff, dude, that riff is nasty. That is a mm-hmm. nasty, nasty riff, and I love it. That's my banger. Easy. Okay. And Red Flag. Dude, Red Flag's so good. Yeah, Red Flag. I was going to say, how have you not brought up that song? Oh, my yet? God, man. God, Jesus the, 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 like, like the Offspring-esque noodles riff. It's so good. But Devil to yeah. Midnight Mass, I just I can't get enough of that riff. So guttural, so low, so gross. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, my number two is also two, their second record. Uh, Red Flag is it's just an incredible song. It's so it's so catchy and just that that drum beat that starts it. 
the doom, gaga doom, it's just, and then just uh, what's oh, I can't even think of the singer's name right now. I'm totally drawing a blank. But he just he comes in kind of like screaming, and it it just it's it's a really really great song. But yes, I agree. It drops off significantly after the first few songs, and it's just it becomes this like all like the all rock with some post hardcore thrown in there too. Um, and that's where, I mean, the post-hardcore thing is also what re- reminds me of Jim Ward. Like when you mentioned Jim Ward, when we were texting each other about it, I, I immediately heard it too. Cause I, I, I said, Oh dude, this sounds a lot like Darren and a lot of parts. And you brought up Jim and I thought, Oh, that's, that's perfect. That makes it, <laughs> you nailed it. You fucking nailed it. And they really, they really did that on this record. The most was, was Billy Talents too. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't really have anything much to say. I don't have a ton of nostalgia with this one outside of working at tower records because this came out when I was working there and we got the promo CD of this like two months before it came out. And I remember playing it a couple times in the store and I just, uh, eh, it's fine. It's, I mean, I always liked the first record a lot and just, I just didn't whatever. And then Ryan really liked this record for whatever reason, like some of Ryan's favorite bands, Billy Talent, Bon Osprey, Jovi, the bon Offspring, ACDC, ACDC, that's it, Enrique Iglesias. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. That I mean, really, the nostalgia only comes from like hanging out with you guys. And then when we saw Billy Talent at the Wiltern, like that was that was it. That's like that's what this album reminds me of. Just hanging out with friends. But um, anyway, yeah, that's my number two. Obviously, my number one is album of the week so let's get into Watouche. what do what you think of this one this is I've, I've i had never heard of this album i did not know billy talent was not billy talent before billy talent and so i i was just i was interested but i was that was weary because a it's on youtube and like b after listening to billy i, I listened to Watouche today and so after listening mm-hmm. to all the billy talents like oh dude like it's gonna be so bad <laughs> it's gonna be so <laughs> shitty it's gonna be the fucking worst because I just don't think this band is that great, and like holy fuck, man, this is this is perfect ska punk, dude. There's there's so much there's upstrokes here. Him. His vocals are wild, and he like embraces the wildness. Whereas like Billy Talent One is still kind of a little bit wild, but he's also still singing a lot. But this is just absolutely mm-hmm. fucking bonkers wild, and I I I loved it, man. And these. These, these song structures were fucking squirrely and weird. They go from fast to slow to heavy to light. This album was all over the place, and this is not... I don't think this is just like their best album. I think this is like an amazing album that no one's ever fucking heard of from this era. This is, yeah. this is unreal I mean, shit. honestly, I could, I could honestly put Watouche as my number two as well. Um, I, I mean, really, it, I don't really have that much of attachment to the second record, to two. So, I mean, I could... I mean... It, Watouche is it's a good record, but a lot like a lot of like music from the '90s, like ska music, it just gets it's a little too goofy sometimes. It just gets too much. Like after like 15, 20 minutes of it, I'm like, okay, I'm I got my fill. I'm gonna move on. Not to say it's bad, but it's just it's definitely goofy. And this is goofy. I need to step away. But his vocals are goofy. And this is like the yeah. only time that I thought that they like embraced the goofiness because even like. Even like the most aggressive of Billy Talent songs, which I think is "This Is How It Goes," and then I guess we'll uh, we'll get into that later on. Yeah, we will. We will. But yeah, anyway, that's it. Two, number one, Billy yeah. Talent's Billy Talent is my number I would one, buy this shit so... in the fucking vinyls if they had it in the vinyls. I swear it would. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not on the vinyl. They don't even talk about this record. God, it's so good. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. It's fine. 
Uh, so yeah, thank you all for listening. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Listen to the main episode as we wrap up Canada season with Billy Talents, Billy Talents. So thank you for listening, and that's it. That's all. <laughs>